So from city noise to this noise, space noise, take a listen. NASA says it's captured what it calls actual sound in space, and it sounds like it really should be in a horror film. sound like it should be in like some scary Halloween movie there has been the belief or misconception that there is no sound in space but NASA says that's not really true so let's find out more with Phil Langell who is the director of the University of Calgary's Rothney Astrophysical uh, Observatory Phil welcome back to the show uh, thanks for having me. I hope I'm coming through okay. Yeah, you are coming through. Absolutely, the sound is perfect, Phil. Let's put Good. it that way. When you <laughs> when you heard that noise, what or that noise, that that sound, the sound that they're saying from a black hole, kind of, what, what 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 went through your mind? Well, um, like everybody else, the first thing that comes to my mind is what what the heck is that <laughs> and and how are they how are they uh transcribing uh a phenomenon that's happening in space to a sound that's coming through my speaker on my computer yes it's, it's very cool it's a lot of fun to, to think about there's a lot of steps in there okay so i want to get into some of those steps but just let's let's like really back up the truck here just a little bit for those okay a lot a lot of us know or have heard you know what a black hole is but what exactly is a black hole oh it's uh, it's a bunch of things um <clears throat> primarily it's a gravitational effect created by so much gravity that space and time get shredded so yeah a place you you don't you don't want to visit no by the sounds of it um and <laughs> no pun intended jeepers um <laughs> so th we've always believed or seemingly have been told that space is silent is this telling us that it's not okay well uh, again there's there's a there's a lot to say here so for sound to propagate it it does need a medium and uh for the vast majority of the places in space it is just a giant vacuum so there's no medium for sound to travel through but there are places obviously where there's enough gas and uh, conditions are right where where some amount of um, audible uh, energy can be uh, propagated from one place to another but to make sound sound normal you need for the human ear at least you need uh, you need gas at one atmosphere of pressure, and uh, you need uh, oxygen and nitrogen and things like that. In space, of course, it's it's completely different. So there may be the opportunity for sound waves to propagate, but if you put your ear in that environment, um, it it would would not be audible to your ears because your ears are trained to work at certain frequencies and those frequencies might not be happening naturally and and, it, and the list goes on and on and on so the sound that uh you were uh, uh uh letting us listen to a second ago from that black hole environment has been modified uh in a lot of different ways to bring it up to an audible level from a frequency point of view it, it happened at a, a very low frequency and uh, some somebody, some smart person on a computer uh, <laughs> who knows a little bit about apps <laughs> can, can modify the sound and, and make it come out at a frequency we can hear and this sounds really cool. 
Yeah, apparently um, the sound waves in the natural environment where this came from, 57 octaves below the note middle C, uh -huh, which, uh -huh, is, exactly, which is amazing. Exactly. So like, what even is that? Uh, it's, yeah. it's obviously a, a sound wave that no one could possibly hear because of the conditions Via, uh, that exists in that part of space. But if you if you uh, somehow record it and then play it back on a computer where you can crank up the frequency to an audible level, then that's what you hear. So so that sound is you know it's 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 synthesized in in, in a lot of different ways. But Phil, or, or, or Phil, maybe someone at NASA is just punking us, right? <laughs> like they're like, hey guys, this is what space sounds like. I fiddled on my computer a little bit. Take a listen to this. <laughs> Because that's just, it's just bizarre all the way yeah. around. So, oh, yeah, yeah. And, and this is just one example of many. I mean, uh, uh, in the astronomical world, there's a lot of different instruments, a lot of different telescopes, and they pick up data from the universe in a lot of different ways. And it's all about, it's all about oscillations. If something is oscillating, and even though the frequency of that oscillation might be outside of something that would no you could normally hear on a computer, you can always you can always amp up the mm -hmm. oscillation and, and produce a sound that you can hear. And like uh, another example that comes to mind is. Uh, a few years back, there was uh, a gravitational wave detector uh, that picked up the merger of two black holes, and they turned uh, that signal from the gravitational wave detector into sound, and it sounded it sounded like a little zip, and, mm. the, and it was just really funny because it's, when you think about two two giant black holes colliding, nothing more energetic in the whole universe has ever happened, <laughs> and it, it sounded like a Bugs Bunny cartoon or something like that. But isn't it isn't it so cool, Phil? And I mean, certainly with the job that you do, and you know, the job that I do, we get to read about it and talk about it. When we're we're learning more and more about about space, um, you know, over the past 40, 50 years, certainly, but over the past, let's say, 10 years, even five years, you look at the Webb <laughs> Telescope, you take a look at uh, you know Perseverance, you take a look at um, you know the sounds, the wind that was captured on Mars, being able to hear these things and see these things yeah. are just, it's mind-blowing. Yeah, but you know the nice thing about it too, uh, uh, for me at least, is it makes these things seem more real yeah. you know like like let for example um you know black holes it's a very it's a very theoretical uh idea if you can make a sound <laughs> even if it's a creepy one uh it, it makes it more it makes it more real for people and and like we talk about exoplanets mm -hmm. and we talk about uh, uh all sorts of environments i mean an exoplanet what a weird idea there's a planet going around another star and that star is super far away and we're never going to get there but if you can if you can make someone imagine maybe a little more make it a little more personal what would it like be like to be there what would it look like if you were there anything that you can do to help people to visualize yeah. either through sound or through or through their their visual experience you know and and bring that that place to life yeah. it makes it makes science just way more interesting absolutely and i think the more and more we see and hear we start to wonder hmm you know that that age-old question about is there life out there becoming more and more real phil love our conversations thanks for joining me this afternoon Great. Thanks for having me. It was super fun talking to you. Yeah, take care. Phil uh, Langell joining me this afternoon, the director of the University of Calgary's Rothney Astrophysical Observatory. Take another listen to this.
All right. So this had to do with the hot gas surrounding the immense black hole at the center of the Perseus Galaxy Cluster, that according to NASA. The sound waves from it, 57 octaves below the note middle C. So, you know, to make it audible for us to hear it, scientists raised their frequencies quadrillions, quadrillions of times. So by the way, one quadrillion is a million billions, just to give you an idea. Fascinating stuff, huh?